These last few Sundays, we've been reading from the Gospel from the 13th chapter of Matthew, Matthew chapter 13. And these Gospels, these last three weeks, they've just been pure gold. If you're looking for something to pray with, go back and read Matthew chapter 13. Uh, he, Jesus speaks about the parables. So if we look at two weeks ago, as we were beginning Matthew chapter 13, you might remember the gospel was about <clears throat> the seed that fell on good soil. And uh, some of the seed fell on, on thorns and thistles, and it, it grew up and choked the seed. Uh, and so two weeks ago in my homily, I was talking about the soil of our hearts. As we hear God's word, uh, what kind of soil is in our hearts? And I invited uh, the, my parishioners wherever I was two weeks ago, I forget, uh, but to, wherever I was two weeks ago, I invited the parishioners to really reflect on what kind of soil is in your heart, uh, to, to see the heart as a garden, as a field. And so two weeks ago, we began with a plot of land, um, just soil, that's all we had. And then last week, if you remember last week's gospel, we continued on that, that, that uh, metaphor or that analogy of a farmer. And in last Sunday's gospel, we heard about the wheat finally growing up uh, in that good soil. But the weeds also grew up along with the wheat. And you might remember last Sunday, the servants asked their master, Master, should we pull up the weeds? And the master says, no, because then the wheat will come with it. Let them grow together. And now, in today's gospel, we're still in the wheat field, but it seems like the weeds have grown way above our heads. It's like those corn stalks in the field. It's always dangerous to wander in the cornfield at this time in the summer because it's easy to get disoriented. Uh, you can't see anything. All the, all the stalks are taller than we are. And so this is where our gospel finds us today. We're still in the field, but the Lord comes to seek us out. He comes to seek us. Uh, a few, last week, when Jesus interpreted the parable for his disciples, he said that he who sows good seed is the Son of Man. So the sower is Christ. And in today's gospel, we heard about that, that treasure found in the field. What is that treasure? Who is that treasure it's each one of you in the pew. It's myself. We are that treasure buried in the field. Why are we buried in the field? Because the wheat has overtaken us. The wheat, uh, remember in Jesus' interpretation last Sunday's gospel, he says the weeds are the children of evil, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. And so we've been buried by sin. We've been buried by the spiritual attacks of the enemy. And so Christ is the good sower, and in today's gospel, the person who goes out and finds that buried treasure, that's Christ. He goes in into those fields where we're in over our heads. We, can't, we don't know what way we're out. It's like we're standing in a cornfield, and we don't know which way to go. Uh, Jesus comes in, and he seeks us out. And so the human person is sacred. We are that treasure. The human body is sacred. Earlier this week, I, uh, I, I was doing a funeral, and it was beautiful. Uh, a lot of evangelization happens at funerals. 
Uh, and I was talking to someone at the funeral luncheon, and they asked me, Father, why do you incense the casket at funerals? And I said, well, that's a beautiful question. The reason we use incense when there's a body at a funeral is because the body is sacred. The body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. The body is a treasure. It's Christ himself. It's God who becomes man to seek out sinful humanity. This is why we use incense. Incense is used for sacred things, for holy, holy things. We don't use incense in our homes or for our cars or for our tractors, but we use incense in the church for the human body at funerals because it's holy. The, the body is sacred. We're made in the image and likeness of God. And this is what gives us our value, our treasure. This is why the person in today's gospel goes and seeks out that treasure. But then Jesus also switches analogies in today's gospel. He says it's like a pearl. A a merchant goes in search of fine pearls. And this fascinated me because I don't know much about pearls. So I studied where do pearls come from? What is a pearl? Well, pearls are found in oysters, clams, and mussels deep down on the ocean floor. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So I I learned something. Uh, They're found in oysters deep down on the ocean floor. And um, and pearls begin with an irritant, like like a grain of sand or bacteria. And it finds its way into this oyster or clam. And then the creature begins secreting fluid and coats the irritant, which later develops and forms into a beautiful, beautiful pearl. And that's our story. We begin as something insignificant, like a grain of sand. But Jesus comes and he finds us. He gives us value in the midst of our insignificance. He goes down to the ocean floor where we've been sunk because of a life of sin. And he brings us to the surface, and he restores the beauty, the luster of our human dignity that has been lost because the enemy has robbed us of that. And so, in a word, he redeems what is fallen. He's the person who goes into the field, seeks that treasure, which is each one of us. He's the one that goes down to the depths of sin, and he raises us up again and restores our luster, restores our beauty. We are the pearl of great price. That's one perspective. Another perspective of today's gospel is we ourselves could be the merchant. We ourselves could be the person who goes after that treasure. And during this beautiful year of the Eucharistic revival, we're invited into that adventure, into that search. Where is the pearl of great price? Where is the treasure buried? This was the question put before Solomon in today's first reading. The Lord gave him anything he wanted. What do you want? A new car, a house, long life, riches? Do you want your enemies to die? Solomon says, I want none of those. What I want is wisdom. I want an understanding heart. I want to know the ways of the Lord. And it's beautiful. Solomon was seeking that pearl of great price. We're invited to seek that pearl of great price as well. What are you seeking? Whatever you're seeking, it's found right here in Catholic churches. 
It's the Eucharist. Do you desire riches for yourself? The Lord will enrich you and give you far more value and riches than you can find anywhere else in the world, here in the Eucharist. Are you desiring long life? Do you want to live many years? Jesus says in John 6, anyone who eats my body and drinks my uh, blood will have life everlasting. Life everlasting, that means no death. As long as we remain in communion and union with the Lord in the Eucharist, we have life everlasting in heaven for all of eternity. So what are you seeking? It's found here in the Eucharist. And I think it's beautiful. I'll just conclude by pointing your attention to the last line of today's gospel. The last line of today's gospel says, Every scribe who is instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. Just think of that. Why would the head of a household bring from his storeroom both the new and the old? Well, the old is what he's been preserving, what he's been keeping. But the new is what he's learning, what he's receiving. And that's each one of us. We're invited to add to our storeroom, continue to study the faith, continue to store up riches. But why, for who to share? The head of the household takes out of his storeroom both the new and the wine, and he shares it. This is what the Eucharistic revival is all about during this year of the parish mission, to go out, to share what we've received, to tell others, we ourselves, we found the pearl of great price. We found the treasure buried in the field. It's right here, 24-7 in the tabernacle. Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, (coughs) and divinity in the Eucharist. We're invited to invite and to bring others to this pearl of great price that we've not discovered, but we've received. We've received. Uh, And so as we gather here at this Mass, we gather around to celebrate the Eucharist, the pearl of great price, the treasure, the source and summit of our Catholic faith. But then as we receive the Eucharist, it's not meant for ourselves. We go out and like the head of the household, we open up our storerooms. We share with others, all those that we encounter. So let us today uh, re- renew that, 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 uh, that belief in the real presence of the Eucharist. Let us uh, rem- be reminded that this is the pearl of great price. We can give him our lives. Everything else, it's, it's nothing but smoke uh, in the air, wind, wind in the air. It, it's, it's here one moment, but gone. But the Eucharist, it endures. It endures. That's the one thing that's going to last after we die, is our relationship with God. Everything else is going to pass away.